Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. Today I'm going to talk about an interesting technique that I learned from a random TV show on Netflix, but that I found to be very smart. And it's basically teaching you how to lucid dream. Now I have always advocated that you develop a regular practice of looking at your hand. I've always said that because if you can just do that regularly as you as as a something to just kind of bring you into the present, you will do it in your next dream. And then you will be able to take control of the dream, knowing that you're dreaming. From looking at your hand you will be able to you will notice how weird it looks. As much as I have um propose such a thing i've i've never really put it into practice i mean i i I don't look at my hand that often i i wanted to i mean it just shows you how these this wisdom can like seep into you but you won't act upon it um and so i just kind of let it lapse and of course i haven't really experienced much lucid dreaming although i have a little bit um and so so this technique that's in this show, it's called Behind Her Eyes. I don't even know if it's a good show. I watched the first couple episodes, and but there's this nut, nutty uh, woman in there, and she has this technique for taking control of her dreamscapes. And what she does is, like, during waking life, she pinches herself. Every time she can kind of, like, take a moment to herself, she pinches herself and says, I am awake. And then... Uh, start counting her fingers and then after you count your 10 fingers then you look for the door and you open the door and the door will you can enter into your own dreamscape that's much more involved than just looking at your hand staring at your hand which I haven't done anyway Maybe maybe that's enough I don't think so though I think like an active involvement in just trying to put yourself in just a regular practice of kind of pinching yourself subtly saying you're you're awake um you know counting your fingers and it just it it also serves to bring you out of whatever mental funk you're in it just kind of resets you it's like a restart it's like a little meditative effort but if you develop that practice not only will you be more in the present but you will be able to wake up to the fact that you're dreaming in your dreams and the sky's the limit there. And the reason why it's important to get a good relationship with your dreams and the ability to, to manipulate them is because you have a whole virtual reality in there for where you can like, you can live a whole rich different existence with superpowers or whatever you want, whatever, whatever woman you want. And you can, it can change. It can be different for what, however you want to do it. It's, it's there for your, it's your playground and nobody's using it. It's like having this great, awesome backyard that you never hang out in. And so your dream life, your, your, your lucid dream is a gift from the creator. Like you're, you're, you're limited here in your movement as a physical being. You're unlimited in your dreamscape. And every once in a while, I'm sure you've had a flying dream or some dream where you're just like, 
just hitting on all cylinders, like you can you can have a regular version of that. Now, if you're consuming um, substances that interfere with REM sleep, you're going to have a hard time even giving a shit about this because you don't remember any of your dreams. You don't remember yourself dreaming. Chances are you dream very little. And if you're not getting good REM sleep, you're not dreaming. I mean, so the things that interfere most notably with REM sleep is caffeine, alcohol, and um, marijuana. You need to be giving yourself at least three days clean of these three, one of these three drugs, um, all of them really. But the point is, is that the the one that you're consuming the most is going to be the one that's really going to be um, interfering with it. Any kind of actually intoxicant. So you need to be sober for at least three nights. Well, two nights, two solid nights. Then on the third night, will you get a lucid dream? And it's important for you to get these lucid dreams. I mean, if you want to progress in your spiritual growth, you can't you can't leave behind the simulation machine. That's where you become a god on earth, or you figure out how to do it, and you can practice out different ways of being that way. Now, you can also just act out all your crazy fantasies. And, you know, I suspect that if murderers had this avenue, they could do their murders in their dreams and not do them in waking life. Um, I, I, I don't know why I went there in terms of murder, but I'm just, I'm thinking that all the, all the bad things that you want to try out and do, um, you, can, you can certainly do them in your dreamscape. There's a moral dimension even to that scape. Uh, if you start like getting off on abusing um, people or killing people, you will get punished in your own dreamscape. Not exactly like impunity there. Um, there is some weird logic, and it has to do with your own internal understanding of what's right and wrong. And if you're if you're any way a thinking being, you really can't avoid that that judgment from yourself at some deep deep level. There are yes, there are sociopaths that get off on being that way, but there's also a part of that sociopath that understands understands and 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 knows that something's coming, something's coming for that person. Like you, you can't get away with anything on this, certainly on this plane. Um, any kind of advantage you try to, unfair advantage you try to get over somebody here, you, you lose it. And you lose it in some way, some way that's more valuable than what you stole. And it always happens. And there's just, there's no way around it. If you want to go test it out with small little thefts, then go ahead and try. I did, actually. So I, I tested this out like a fucking scientist. Like, I was like, I'm going to start stealing things from stores, and I'm going to start doing little crimes, and I'm going to see where that gets me. Because I, I at, at one point, believed that there were no morals, and I thought, well, it's just about if you're smart enough to get away with things. So I started on a very small scale, you know going to dinner somewhere and just walking out, not paying the bill or uh, shoplifting little minor things. And every time, every time I stole something, I lost something of much greater value. Every fucking time it happened. It was just like, I was like, what the fuck? Now maybe that's just me, right? 
maybe because I'm like an in-tune psychic being, like they care about me and they don't want me doing this. Whereas if it's just someone else, they let them get away with it because they don't care about that person's soul, which becomes rotten when you do immoral things, even in your dream, by the way. So what, why, why was it with me? Like, it was just like clockwork. Like, I stole like seriously 20 bucks from a cash register. No, sorry, from a cash register. And my car got broken into, window smashed, and uh, the radio just like yanked out, cut out with a saw. Um, it, I mean, I would I walked out on a fifty dollar restaurant bill. I got like a huge. I got my car towed. I had to pay like three hundred fifty bucks. So it's just, I think it creates a little gap of a blip in your mind that makes you forget certain things and fuck up in life. And if you get all a bunch of little gaps like that, after a while you lose your mind. So evil acts like create little bubbles of, of absent mindedness in your, and, and the um, Scientologists called them engrams, any kind of like dramatic event that doesn't sit quite right with your conscience nor, and you know, it could be even something that happened to you, uh, trauma. They all create these little absent-minded moments where you're thinking of it and you're losing control of everything in that moment. And if you have a lot of them teeming in your head, it's like a computer that has tons and tons of viruses. So you're trying to clear your head of these viruses and you're trying to avoid these absent moments. Um, the, a good way to do it is this technique of that is really meant for preparing you for a lucid dream, but it also kind of wakes you up to the fact that you're already in a lucid dream that you could be taking control of in the moment, and yet you're not. Yet you're just kind of like you're waiting along. You're 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 thinking that you're in some kind of waiting situation, and you're not. Like you can do so much with this reality and that's what going into the dreamscape and, and sort of practicing in there will show you you are here, you are in dreamscape and you have so much more power than you believe, than you really know. Try next time you get a chance, like try mentally communicating with people and see like what kind of results you get, like beam thoughts at people's heads in your own, like just, and see if you can get them to say it. See if you can get them to, to, to read your mind. And you'll see that you have some weird powers, some weird, weird powers that you don't use because you're not in the moment. You're not in the moment trying to practice them because in this, this moment's not interesting to you. It, it always should be. You should always be able to figure out different – the moment should be there as a testing ground for different powers. One of them is being telepathy. One of them is like trying to move – trying to move a chair with your mind. And now I remember I was trying to move this chair with my mind like over and over again. And all of a sudden somebody walked over and moved the chair. Did I move it with my mind? Did I move that guy with his mind to do it? I mean, whatever. The chair moved. But I'm saying you're in the moment, you're practicing these sorcerer-like powers. Try to seduce a girl. Just see if you can do it. Don't just stare at her. That's not going to work. Then it'll backfire. But 
the point is, is be in the moment, be trying new things in the moment so that you are present. Now, now one of these is to pinch yourself, you know, just kind of here and there, say I'm alive and count your fingers and look for the door. And if you're, when you're in a waking life, and of course there is no door, you wake up and you see that the door is here. Like the door is just realizing that you're here now. That's the door and not somewhere else where, you're, where your mind is. You're not where your mind is. You're here now. So your mind is very good at distracting you from it and in, in making it just seem like a waiting room for you for some other great time that you're going to have somewhere, some destination you're getting to that's going to be so great when you get there. But right now it's like, eh, let me watch some TV. I'm bored. I'm just going to wait. Yeah. So what the main thing you could be doing with your time is something creative, something artistic. You do that, you get massive rewards from the reality, from your dreamscape that you're in now. Yes, this is a dream. Look at your hand. Count them. Do you have 10? But the point is, is in life and in the dreamscape, you get rewarded for bold artistic vision in whatever field you practice in. And, and it could be the art of the deal. <laughs> I mean, it could be like the art of doing a contract. It's, it's, it's just being good in this physical world in the now and dazzling people. Dazzling the goddess. Remember, the goddess is there looking down upon you. If you're a man, a hetero man, you have a goddess looking down upon you. And she needs to be turned on by what you do. And if you're not doing interesting things, sure, you can now and then, you know, take a break, watch some TV, have fun, kick back. But if you're doing that all the time, and you're not, like, going out and trying to get creative things done, guess what? She gets bored with you, just like a girlfriend who watches you sit on the couch and watch TV all day gets bored with you. Same way. So don't bore the goddess. Let the goddess see that you're doing stuff. Let the goddess see you getting things accomplished, moving towards a goal just like any beautiful woman would want. She's, she's very fickle. And she's kind of like even a, she's young too. She doesn't like old men, men who let themselves get old by, like, by allowing all these, these um, engrams to just crowd their mind. Now, these little bubbles of thought that have been created by all the various traumas that we've encountered in our lives starting from when we were very small they accumulate as I said and they create a, 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 a malfunctioning brain a brain that is teeming with moments of inattention when they all join together you get dementia and that's where people are headed if they don't learn to sweep out their mind and the only and the best way to do it is 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 through meditating and through lucid dreaming through dreams dreams are the 
really the best way to open up those things, air them out, live them a different way, change the past. Yes, there's the secret of time travel exists in these lucid dreams. You can go back in time there. That's for the next episode. Thanks for listening. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.